here we go, black and blonde. Final thoughts. I got a final thought. I'm black. And I am blonde. That's final. I mean, I think it's pretty final. Pretty final. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Here we are, last episode of 2021. Can you believe it? I can't because I was looking at, I scrolled back through where I think our first episode last year was January 3rd. Okay. And we were on episode 11. That's nuts. This is episode 60. It is episode 60 today. Yikes. I know. So no, I don't know if I can believe it. I can't believe it either, but we're good. We're happy to be here. We are. On this holiday season for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, we are just coming off the holidays. We are coming off it. Whew. There are a lot. I had to take a nap today. Yeah, I did not take a nap today. I'm shocked. Yeah, I don't know. You must we had be a good on time. holiday high. Yeah, I'm still on, I am mm-hmm. on holiday high. We had a good time though, wouldn't you say? We did. Lots of friends or lots of, well, no friends. Lots Zero of, friends. Lots of family. We yeah. were with a lot of family. Yeah. And we had a good time here this morning with Caden. He mm-hmm. was excited about his gifts. Um, I will just say though, in light of the pod, today he got a chemistry set that they're from Target and they're like, Things that kids can do, like build, chemistry, all these kinds of things. Um, but they have different culture, uh, kids of different cultures. The one he has has a girl with a hijab on and he looked at it and he said, Oh, well, this person either celebrates Hanukkah or Eid. And I was in shock, one, because I didn't even know he really knew what Eid was. So clearly, congratulations to his school because they've done some work. But I I actually, two things. One, I'm very grateful that at six years old, my child understands or recognizes that people might celebrate different things and knows the names of those things. And so I will say, you know, we say a lot of things about education, but I will say congratulations to his school for putting in some effort to Um, I don't know how great they did. I don't know. I probably still threw up Christmas in their building. But at some point, they took some time to help kids understand that everybody celebrates different things. So I was was super happy about that. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Yeah. What else is going on? Well, we're on winter break, Molly. Say it again. We are on the winter breaks. I mean, when I put my bag away. Did you cry a couple tears? Oh, my gosh. A couple drip drops? It was the best feeling ever. It is a pretty good feeling. It's nice to know. So here's here's a question for the pod listeners. What should we do over winter break? We have a zero, nary a plan. I got to work a couple days, but like, what should we do? Anyway? I mean, do we have to do anything? I don't need people telling us what to do. I don't want to do anything. I'm just wondering if anybody has any delightful suggestions. Oh, well, a delightful suggestion we'll take, but I don't need people like... But it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Well, right. I'm just curious. Yeah, okay. What, what other people are doing. I'm fine doing a nothing. With a book. With a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you find? Nothing with a book? Nothing with a book. Nothing with a book. All right. We'll see if at the end of this break we have accomplished nothing with a book. I mean, that is heaven right there. Heaven. I'm in heaven. Did you like that? I did. Thank you. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. You know what else is new? What's that? Kim Potter's going to jail. Kim Potter's in jail. Kim Potter's staying in jail. That's mm-hmm. what I should have said. Well, do you know she wasn't? She was out on bail. Oh, right. But this time, until her sentencing, they've denied her bail, right? Right. They put her right in. That was quite a fascinating part of the verdict. The Her defense attorneys were trying to get her to be released because she showed great remorse. Remember those tears the she tears. was crying? Mm-hmm. Um, showed great remorse and was clearly 
not going to do any crime again. Mm-mm. So um, she was really no threat to society, and they mm-hmm. really were pleading for her to um, go home until her sentencing, which is in late February, I think February 17th. They did they well, it was originally like the 14th, I think they moved it to the 18th. Yeah, but somewhere either way. Yeah. yeah. And that judge, she said, hard pass. Nope. Not her up. But I will say, so uh we you messaged me. We weren't together at the time, and you said Kim Potter verdict coming in, and I literally I was like, I can't watch. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go into the holiday watching it. And even though I now know the verdict and I am I believe it was the correct verdict. That is my opinion. Um, I don't. I couldn't have watched it, yeah. even just to see like the guilty verdict. Right. It's just too much. Yeah, it is it's too time, much. Time for the family to heal. Time for the nation to heal. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that out there. Anyway, yes. so that's kind of. You got anything going on over there? I don't. Well, that's good. I mean, short short intro this week before we step into the a short pod this week. We're going to do, do a say? short pod, right? Just as we wrap up 2021. Um, with some final thoughts before we get to that, we're going to do a little reflection on last week's change the action, which I really, it's a good episode, Natasha. Yeah. Can you give me a minute? I'm just going to get, I got to drill a hole into the frozen reflecting pond. All right. I'm done. All right. So change the <laughs> it was action. A good, it was a good episode though. I'm mm-hmm. with you. That was the Baratunde Thurston living while black. Um, a subject commits an action toward a target for doing an activity. Good job. Yeah. And what have you been thinking about? So I've just been thinking about, um, so kind of the the premise of it was all these um, headlines, right, Mm -hmm. that were out there living while black. And um, one of them was white women calls police on eight-year-old black girl selling water. And, you know, we were talking about in that episode, the whole concept of flipping the script. And I just was really thinking in 2022, I want to read more headlines that say white woman buys all the water that eight-year-old black girl is selling. Like, I just want to read more of the flipped script than I do. I don't want to read any more of this shit. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. my reflection. That's great. And I hope we get to do that. Yes. What, and what do you, what do you got? Over I kind of had a big reflection. I came back to, I think of it, I wonder if it wasn't the last episode of the year and we weren't going to just, you know, we're trying to wrap mm-hmm. up this year, but we almost had another episode of change the action. I was really in my head. Um, after I listened to it back, I think on a run early in the week and, I was like, okay, so I felt like I did, or I, I will speak for myself, felt mm-hmm. like I did a disservice to the listeners, Natasha, because, you know, when we talked about change the action, a big part of it was, well, don't call the police, right? The action being call the police. Sure. Yep. And I was running, I was like, damn, the action is way before the police are called. True. The, I mean, the, it totally is. Right. The subject commits the action that the calling the police is probably the third, fourth, fifth action. That's like the result almost, almost right? right. And so, um, you know, the action is about the way white people see black people as a threat. So the action, and I, you know, if our listeners were like, well, I would never call the police on a black person. So this episode didn't have anything to do mm-hmm. with me. And many, I would, I'd agree. I would say most of our listeners would not. However, would you? be in a store, be in the bank, what might you think when you see said black person and you see an interaction between the bank manager and the man with the check, the black Mm -hmm. man with the check, the action is what we say all the time is what's your first thought? What do you start to think? 
What do you feel or think when a black person speaks in a space? You had a great line in that episode, Natasha. Oh, did I? Congratulations, you did. me. It was close. It was like around the 34-minute mark of that episode. Okay. And you said something about um, be aware of the threat that may be imposed on a person of color in a space. So if you're in a space with a person of color, like, are you actually aware that there's very likely threat imposed by just the whiteness in that group, right? right? Like if you're going to be in a meeting at work or you're in a space where there's predominant, you know, most of the people are white, but there may be one or two people of color. Like, do you have the awareness and consciousness that there very well could be threat, coded language, microaggressions that are going to be said? Like just a whole gang of shit that's probably happening. Right. And so, you know, when I heard you say that, I was like that, that was a really important moment for, I believe our listeners, especially if you're white So what's the action? You know, how do you listen intent really intentionally to what a black person might be saying in a space? How do you validate that? How do you affirm that? How do you, you know, step back? Just listen. Listen. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the action, you know, in in your spaces where you think, well, I'm not going to, you know, right again, you're not calling the police, but are you, um, you know, really intentionally interacting and have do you have awareness around well, what's happening? Because those are actions you can change. The way you listen, that, yeah, the things the, you just said. Mm-hmm. Do you validate, affirm, listen? Those are actions. Do you believe, right? Like that. So, do I believe that black person is cashing their check in the bank? Like that. That's an action, right? So, yeah, I like so that. I just yeah, I felt like it was a little bit of a miss on my part, just to. Um, you know, I don't want to let our listeners off the hook just because you're never going to call the police, you know, and you don't have any actions to change. But it's a good point because I think sometimes when we talk about stuff around race, a lot of people can dismiss it because they can say, I wouldn't do that or that's not me. But there's so much like in it before it gets to the that's not me thing. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So if you uh, go back and listen to just Natasha's line, I do. It's exactly 34 minutes and 31 seconds, I think, in that that change the action. And I think, you know, that's a place where I would want our listeners to pause and slow down and think about when are you in spaces and do you have that awareness? So go do that, please. Mm -hmm. So today we spent a little bit of time talking about what do we do for the last episode of the year? We've done 52. um, This is our 52nd episode um, of 2021. And, you know, we aren't doing time machines anymore, which are kind of about 15 episodes. We stopped and did a reflection back. Mm-hmm. We, we are no longer doing those. Um, and we just thought we're not going to really to recap a whole year. No, we're not going to recap a whole year. One, I'd kind of like to put some of this year behind me, mm-hmm. frankly. But yeah. And we also said when we did look back from episode 11 to episode 60, there's some good ones in there, Natasha. There are. I mean, Bruce's Beach. I know you love it. I so mean, that much. has like, that is my, I don't know. It is just one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, What we did talk about, though, is over the course of the next week, between um, now and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, Mm -hmm. you'll see I'm already seeing promos on TV for the year in review, the year of 21. I I look back, 2021. Goodreads just told me my year in review of books I read. Uh, The New York Times is doing the year in pictures. And so instead of us going through, you're going to see enough of those things. Our question for for you listeners is as you look back on your own year, your own year, yep. what do you notice? What do you think about when it comes to um, 
when it comes to race, when it's, it comes exactly. to your own place in a dominant or non-dominant part of this um, country and the culture, and what can you speak to with any degree of intentionality that you did over the course of the past year, which has raised your racial consciousness and has um, put, I think, into the world um, words and actions that are leading to more racial equality. I, totally. I I love that. And I think it's really about how have you, well, part of it for me is like, how have you as a listener grown in your own racial consciousness over the past year? And I hope that there are some actions that have come of that too. So it's not just saying, which is great to say, oh, I learned about Bruce's Beach, but like now what are some of the things that you're doing or how are you being more intentional about those things? So that's like, we're asking our listeners to get in their own reflecting pond. We are. And we did it. You know, we just said, if I think back, I know this past year, Natasha, one, I've learned a ton by doing Mm -hmm. this every week, just the intentionality, the consistency. So if you asked me, you know, if, if I looked back, the three words would be learning intentionality and consistency. And I, I think I, people, I think I sometimes even overestimate um, or underestimate, underestimate how significant little things are. Sure. Buying puzzles, um, puzzles of color, um, having the spokesman recorder on the table every week, um, buying black Santa pajamas, um, having pictures in the house that we have not previously had of people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, having a conversation with Caden about melanin, you talking with Caden about, um, you know, being transgender without using the word transgender, but having that developmentally um, appropriate conversation, listening to early risers and really knowing that it's about as it's, it's as much for me as it is for a five or a six year old. Um, and so a hundred percent with that early risers. Cause I, I started listening to it and I feel exactly the same way. It's, those are the things that's the learning and the intentionality. Yeah. And that isn't even about all the books, right? So the right. books, sit as, the oh, books set aside. Um, but I think just those little things where it's like, it is evidence for me of my own growth over this past year. I know without question that there are conversations that I have with particularly with Caden, which is probably for me, one of the most important spaces to have. I think it's important everywhere, but one of the most important spaces, the intentionality of the conversations and the language that we use with him when, when anything comes up or doesn't come up or whatever. Um, and just what we're showing him that's intentional or what we're showing him that can be different than whatever narrative someone has created for him. Um, so for me, that's been super important. And I, and I do agree with you on the consistency piece, because I think we do this every week and it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like it is not, it's not like it's, yeah, we get on and we can have fun and we can joke around and I can sing, but it's hard to talk about race every week. And I know that because we've done it, my language has grown. My ability to be in these conversations has grown. I would imagine had we not been doing this every week, it would be really easy for me, even as a person of color, to just like, I'm putting this, I got to put this away. Like I got to just put it somewhere else. So yeah, I agree with all those things. I was at my, when we were at my mom's, 
Um, we're talking about the website where you put in your address and you can find out what indigenous land, like, you know, we're on Dakota Mm -hmm. land. And I was talking to her about where we live and what I was researching about why this place. And I had said that at some point in the year, like, I don't even know about where we live now I do. And I think, you know what, that was like a half hour, probably somewhere in a year where I spent some time and learned about what, who did come and explore this land? Who was here? Dakota people were on this land that our house is on. And so I think, um, you know, just it's, it's a wide range of identity areas as well. Like we talk a lot about, uh, we obviously talk about race, but I think just from the standpoint of identity, um, you know, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say I'm super mindful that we're out, you know, we're broadcasting our relationship and our life together sure. and our life yeah. with Caden together. And that's at times, a, you know, that requires a level of vulnerability that I don't think I ever thought I was going to be able to do to, especially 100. publicly. 100. So. Yeah. Um, I was going to add to that, but I've forgotten. So I'd like to just indicate that I've forgotten what I was going to add. It was real good, probably. Don't it, you think? Probably. Probably was really very good. wise. Um, damn it. Can I get a minute to like think a little bit? Uh, it's come back to me. So the other thing that I think that I've noticed about us, so we're, we've both always been learners, but what we say more, I think I hear us both say is like, I don't know enough about that. And both of us end up with like a book or something about that. Like I said, I didn't know much about um, Japanese Americans and you just got me a book for Christmas about that. Um, and so it, that I think has been really good too, is like, as we have this conversation, we're like, wait, we don't know enough. I mean, you just mentioned like not knowing lo- enough about the land that we're on and like, there's an intentionality to actually then go learn about it. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to, I mean, we could spend a whole episode on, I don't know, maybe it is where we start in January. I, the number of books oh, we've read this year between the two of us and, you know, we have full-time jobs, but you know, it's such a, we make it such a priority and I know people's lives are busy and you know, there's not judgment in there or whatever, but I think the, I wonder, you know, I talked to you about just a value that is so profound for me is, is learning. Like Mm -hmm. I value learning. And I just think, I wonder if in society and a problem we have in this country is, well, I've graduated high school. I've gotten my maybe I've gone to college, but I, but I'm working and I'm, you know, I'm, I've got my family and I don't have to, why am I learning anymore? Like my learning part of my life is over. Like now I've like arrived. Right. And I just think how truthfully, and this is my own word for myself, how ignorant I would be if I had stopped learning, especially the history of this country, especially the history of blackness. I mean, one of the best books I read was before the Mayflower this year. And I think like an entire history of black excellence, it's the history of blackness in a way I've never read. And I think if I hadn't read that book, I'm still reading the predominant slave narrative of black people. And and just in one book, it has shifted my perspective so greatly. Um, and I just realize even how how much I learned from just that when I thought I was learning so much before and I was, but I think just there's so much that comes from, from just from learning and being curious and wanting to know more. Yeah. I mean, if you think about education, we stop school generally at the age of 21, unless you go back to get some further education, but it's usually centered around your career. Mm -hmm. So like 
all we're learning is up until the age of 21, when we barely have like a fully developed prefrontal cortex to even like think about and process these things. And most of what we're learning is whitewashed. Like Mm -hmm. if we stopped, then we really are ignorant. Yeah. I mean, I'm reading a book right now recommended by somebody at work. Well, I'm reading two books. One was the book you gave Caden for Christmas, Um, Stunt Boy by Jason Reynolds. I'll have a review coming up, but um, it's called Disability Visibility. And it's it's a bunch of essays by people who are disabled. And I've never read, never read a book um, by and had, you know, perspectives of people who are disabled. And chapter, you know, the first essays all around humanity. And it's like, so right, it's all pieces of identity. And when you do an identity map or an identity on the identity wheel, you know, ability is often there. And I think it's, it's a really, it's an easy one to move beyond if you are able-bodied. Right. And um, so sure. just, there's just so much about um, groups who are marginalized and their humanity and their perspectives and how they move through this world. So um, I just think even that part, I was like, damn, you know, I've never read a book about disabled people by disabled people. I've never read As that it perspective. should be too, right? Like a group of, a book about disabled people by disabled yes, people, right? right? Like that's how it should be. Yeah. So we're on to 2022. Are you hopeful? Always. I know you always are. Mm-hmm. You're a good, you're a good ball of hope. I mean, I think, uh, you're around high school kids all day. I don't know. I always think I mean, I get my point. hope from from them. I do. Yeah. So as we wrap up this year, I mean, it is with great appreciation, Natasha, that um, I think we, d- we do say Happy New Year to our listeners. Um, Should all acquaintance be forgot. How was that? Beautiful. Thank you. And just we wouldn't be here without you. And you know, we'd never take a pod episode for granted. We never take a shout out from a listener for granted. Absolutely. Going back to what the intro, there was a listener who I don't know if our listeners could see on Instagram, but that plate of cookies on the tag of that plate of cookies, that person actually wrote like some of our favorite things this year. And it started with black blonde pod. Like that stuff just gets in my heart that somebody in their home doing or giving something, it to other people, giving it to other people and feels with it, that's intentionality of spreading the pod and sharing what our conversations and our life here. Um, it just means a lot. And, um, we love so, our listeners. What? We love our listeners. We do love our listeners. The little pod that could would be nothing without the listeners. It wouldn't big things coming in 2022, big things popping. All right. On that note, listeners, see ya. See you next year. Yeah. Okay. Deuces. Yeah. I wish that was a fine thought. Thank you.